Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. I'm your host, Charles Wozuzu. Let's get at it and what do you say? Today, I'll be speaking on the topic that I feel that is you know, that very important for everyone in Christendom and even for those not in Christendom. And it is called Dominion in Life. God wants you to live in dominion. God wants you to live life the way he sees it. And now we'll start with what dominion means. Now, according to the dictionary, it means supremacy, ascendancy, dominance, domination, superiority, preeminence, command, control, direction, etc. And I want you to please understand that God's original plan for man was for him to have dominion. Let us begin from where it all started. Life at the beginning of time was non-existent. The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 to 2, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. You know, when you read further down the scriptures, we see all the things God did to create this world and everything in it. God created man, plants, animals, the mountains that we see, and the forests. He created all things. Contrary to the opinion of some scientists who claim man came from the apes. We as Christians stand on God's truth. And we believe that God does not lie. And that is why we believe the scripture as the only factual truth. Now, going back to our story. The world God created was beautiful. And it was very, it was a beautiful place to live in. Some call it paradise. This was a world God created for man. To live in comfort, peace, happiness, joy, and satisfaction. It was never God's intention for man to suffer. God's original intention for man was to him to live in great comfort, without stress, without toil or suffering. In God's original plan for man, there was no sickness, no pain. There was no suffering, anxiety, depression. In fact, man was made to live in relative comfort in a place prepared for him by God called the Garden of Eden. In God's original plan for man, we were meant to have dominion. And we see it in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. And it says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Or some versions will say, and have dominion over it all. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky and every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. This will be yours for food, 
at all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky, and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give you every green plant for food. And it was so. You know, from the scriptures we just read, we see the heart of God for man. Everything was already provided for. Man did not have to toil or suffer like we do today. All he just needed to do was just to enjoy the peace and comfort that he already provided for us. We see the heart of God in that God wanted the very best for him. And God provided all this comfort for man to live in. Notice that he commanded man to have dominion. The scripture we just read said, subdue the earth. This means to live above sin, sickness, disease, anxiety, worry, pain, and suffering. Now, man was king. Man was the ruler of everything on earth. Nothing could subdue man. Nothing could touch man. He was godlike, who had the ability to live forever. Now, man could never die. And the best part, nothing could subdue man. I love that scripture. This was God's original plan for man. Now, man's dominion extended to everything on earth. He had the high intellect to name all the animals in the world. And the name stuck till this time. Looking at Genesis chapter 2 from verse 19 to 20, the Bible says, Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky and all the wild animals. Man had the ability to use 100% of his mind. Compare that to today, where we only use only 10% of our minds. I'm sure some of you have heard that. Now, according to a survey from 2013, around 65% of Americans believe that we only use 10% of our brains. So you see, man had the mental capability of doing the impossible with his mind. Man was able to name all the animals in the garden. And what is even more interesting was man had the mental capacity to reason with God. Man talked with God and God talked back to man. Man had the ability to act and be like him, to be like God. All these things and more did man enjoy until his fall from grace. Man's dominion was lost when he disobeyed God. I want us to understand that all the vices we see in the world today, 
vices like sin, death, sickness, cancer, anxiety, depression, wars, hate, fear, terrorism, racism, etc. Where all as a result of man's fall from grace. The things happening in our world today were never a part of God's plan. And it is my personal belief that we as a people should take responsibility for the terrible things happening in our world today. So which brings me to question, why blame God? Why blame God when he gave our ancestor, Adam, the golden opportunity to live forever in paradise, but lost it? I would never blame God for the bad things happening in our world today. I won't blame him for the loss of that friend, family member, or colleague. We are to blame for these things happening in our world today. Now, here's an interesting part. The devil was envious of the dominion God had given to man. And it was the devil's ambition to make man disobey God and then to have man lose his dominion forever. The devil wanted that dominion for himself. He wanted to subdue man and make man subject to sin because the devil knew that sin would bring about the vice we are suffering in the world today. The devil was looking for ways to get man to fall into the sin of disobedience, and he finally got his opportunity. Looking at Genesis chapter 3 from verse 1 to 13, I know it's a long one, but please (laughs) bear with me. Okay, we're going somewhere. I'm going to read. So Genesis chapter 1 from, sorry, Genesis chapter 3, 1 to 13 says, Now the serpent was craftier than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from the tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat from the the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate of it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig trees together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the cool of the day, and they hid from God among the trees in the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, saying, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, 
She gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. Now, long and short of the story, God drove the couple out of the garden. But there was an interesting thing God said in verse 22. And I read, And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand to take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to walk the ground from which he had been taken from. Now, listen. At this stage, especially before the fall, Man was godlike, wonderful, highly intelligent, had superiority and could live forever. And at this time, when God was driving man away from the Garden of Eden, man had become ordinary, sickly, prone to disease, human and fragile. In short, man had lost his dominion. We, who were once superior to sin, to death, to disease, to anxiety, to worry and depression, we now became slaves to these things. And the worst of all, we lost our relationship with God. We could no longer enjoy the wonderful communion we had with God. We could no longer walk with Him. The Garden of Eden was lost forever and we brought this on ourselves and on the generations coming after us. Man no longer had that cordial relationship that existed between us and God from the very beginning of time. We were driven out of God's presence like Genesis chapter 3 verse 23 says, So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to walk the ground from which he had been taken. So in other words, we, we, we became subject to work. We didn't have to walk the ground. Everything was wonderful and provided for, but now we, came, we became subject to work. We had to till the ground for food, to make a living. In our world today, we hustle and pay the price for our jobs that take, away, that take us away from our families and friends and from commitments. We walk two to three jobs to put food on the table. We are fearful of the dark, fearful of sickness, hate crimes, and fearful for our lives. This was not so in the beginning. God had a beautiful plan for us, and we lost it to the devil. The things we were masters of now became our masters, so we became slaves to sin and to death. Man became a sorry state of what we once were. We became alienated from God's presence and driven by depravity further down into a state of darkness. We became, ins- we, of course, we became insane, sacrificing our children to idols. 
We adopted the practices of devils and became attracted to the occult, learning the dark arts. The darkness drove us mad and we became so depraved that God finally said in Genesis chapter 6 from verse 11 to 12, Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. But God still loved us and gave us laws to live by. When he gave Moses the Ten Commandments, these were laws God gave to us to keep us in check. But then we kept disobeying God and then he did what no other god to what no other god could do he gave us his once and for all sacrifice to end the question of sin in john 3:16 to verse 19 i read and he says for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. Then verse 19. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world But people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear of their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Now, Jesus is the light God sent to save us from our sin and from our darkness. The Bible clearly gave us the verdict, and the verdict is light has invaded the darkness man was used to. Jesus came to restore that dominion man had lost in the Garden of Eden. I will repeat, Jesus came to restore that dominion Man had lost in the Garden of Eden. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45 to 49. And it says, So it is written, The first man, which should be Adam, became a living being. The last Adam, now that is Jesus Christ, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man is of heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as the heavenly man, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. That is Jesus Christ. So yes, we now bear the image of the heavenly man. 
Jesus Christ. And that makes us heavenly beings in human bodies. The heavenly man has his dominion restored to him. I'll repeat it because this excites me. And I said, the heavenly man has his dominion restored back to him. I say back to him because he once lost it in the Garden of Eden to the devil through disobedience. And once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have your dominion restored back to you. And so you are no longer afraid. The things that used to be devil, the ordinary man no longer has power over him. Sin no longer has power over the new man. That is the born-again Christian because he is now a different being. And I'll go further. The death of Jesus restores us back to a loving relationship with God. That same relationship Adam used to have in the Garden of Eden when he used to walk with God. Jesus' death also ensures our dominion over the devil. Luke chapter 10 verse 18 to 20 says, And he replied, I saw Satan falling like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Hallelujah. We have authority. That same authority Adam had lost has been restored to anyone who accepts Jesus as Lord and Savior. Satan has fallen. We have the proof from the Bible. So we are no longer afraid of the enemy. Neither will we give him grounds. That same authority which was stolen from us from the beginning, is now ours to keep forever. It is ours to display the many wonders of God, to show people that we can live above sin, depression, anxiety, fear, and loss. Jesus was man's salvation and redemption from sin and death, thereby restoring us to dominate again. Now, unfortunately, many do not understand what Jesus did for us on that cross. Jesus paid the greatest price anybody can pay. And that was his life. He paid that price to restore us back to a loving relationship with God. To restore our once lost dominion. That is why we command evil spirits to leave in the name of Jesus and they leave, they flee. That is why we pray for sick people and they receive their healing. That is why we live above fear. We are not afraid of death because Jesus has prepared a better place for us. Now, if people are able to embrace what Jesus did for mankind, this world we live in will be a better place because people will be liberated from the yoke of bondage placed on us by the devil when we lost our dominion. We would have fearless Christians who would command things and they would see those things happen because dominion has been restored back to us. Finally, Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 1 to 7 says, As for you, 
you were dead in your transgression and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the rule of the kingdom of the air. That is, the Spirit is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were, by nature, deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. Verse 6 says, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Praise God for that scripture. It clearly shows our present state. We are seated with Christ far above principalities and powers. That same state Adam was in before the great fall, where he fell from such great height of grace and dominance to become a slave to sin, sickness, disease, and death. God has clearly restored us to that same position, and even better is the fact that we are now seated with Christ above all these things. So, we can live life in full confidence, knowing where we truly stand, and that is in the place of dominion. Now that you understand where you truly stand, in my next chat with you, I will be discussing how to keep winning through life with a winning mentality. Now, until I come your way again, enjoy the dominion God has restored to you and enjoy the victories that come from you dominating in this life. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you have been blessed by this message. Or if you would like to email us, you can do so by writing us at info at workinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram. And that is at workinginpurposepodcast. And also, share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.